0: Welcome to the Gems of Jupiter podcast. I'm your host, Najibi Yasmina, and I believe that holistic learning is an essential part of life. I love to discuss self-development, expanding one's consciousness, and purpose-driven living. Each episode is meant to drop a gem, or a few, that inspire you to live a life based in your own unique Today we are talking friendship and I'll be honest and say that friendship is scary as fuck and friendship is complicated and friendship requires trust especially in adulthood and especially as I've grown and become more confident in who I am and what I will and will not tolerate I find that navigating friendship has become even more complex because when we're kids, we tend to make friends for really simple reasons. They like the same color as us or we enjoy the same comic book, but it doesn't have to be a deep resonant meaning as to why that friendship develops and the childhood friendship might continue, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the friendship's been kept intact because you've both truly grown together. Maybe it's just because you've known each other for so long. Or there are instances where you're developing friends based on superficial elements such as appearance and status, but there's no substance or support in the friendship. And in both these examples, whether it's holding on to a childhood friend that you've outgrown or surrounding yourself with people that may have a certain perception, but don't really add value to your life and development can inhibit real growth. I get it. Wanting to be liked by other people is a human thing. Wanting to have friends is human. I have those sentiments. I feel that way. I'm not going to knock anybody. But I am of the mind that quality over quantity matters more because as the saying goes, a friend to all is a friend to all. And I'd go a step further and say a person who operates that way is not even a friend to themselves. Because if you're stretching yourself thin or trying to make space for people where they no longer fit, even making space for people where they don't fit to begin with, that only causes you to lose sight of who you are and what you're trying to achieve. The right friendship, right friendships, uplift and amplify who you are And the wrong ones can be extremely detrimental. And I also don't think this is talked about in regard to platonic friendships enough. Most of the conversations that we see about relationships are always in regard to someone you want to date or someone you want to marry or sleep with. And I think it does a disservice to the beauty that truly supportive, reciprocal, platonic friendships can have. And I also think it inhibits people from even truly knowing how to be friends with their romantic partners. I'll use this example, and I'm sure you'll relate or you've seen it. Two people start dating, it's only been like three months, and all of a sudden they're saying that the person is also their best friend. But they barely know each other. Or the relation might be really negative and they don't treat each other like friends at all, but they're always calling each other their best friend. And more times than not, when I look to the friend group of that person, either they're not being treated well by their friends or they don't treat their friends well or their standard of what a friend is isn't the highest. Even for me, when I think of some of the friendships I've had that weren't so positive and I put them next to the romantic relationships I was in at the time that were also not the greatest there were a lot of similarities in terms of what I was lacking or where there was no reciprocity or even if I wasn't able to be a better friend or partner because I wasn't giving myself what I was trying to give someone else. So this all intertwines. This is why I said friendship is complicated and scary and requires trust because friendship really is an extension of ourselves and where we feel that we're at. Throughout my life, I have had interesting friendship dynamics. I've had best friends. I've been in a group of friends. I felt like I didn't want friends and preferred to be alone. You name it. But what I found in navigating friendship that stuck out the most is that when I didn't know myself or trust myself, I was accepting whatever into my life for the sake of not being lonely or just having people around Or I was drawn to friends that operated the same way. So we couldn't truly support each other. Or I was drawn to people that wanted to be around because they knew they could extract from me what I wasn't giving to myself. Those type of parasitic, one-sided relationships that only drain you. But it's difficult to let people go. Especially when you have a history with them. And I want to share a story in regards to that. I had a best friend for almost 10 years and I was really close to this person. We basically did everything together. And when I met them for the first time, there were so many elements about them that I was drawn to. They were funny and beautiful and insightful and very charismatic. So we connected and we we connected pretty quickly. I would say over time as our friendships developing and we're growing as individuals in our own respective lives. There were just some incongruencies in terms of where my life was headed and how that person was operating. And it just seemed that that person always had a lot of really high highs, but extremely low lows. And it was almost on a cycle So there was a lot of drama and there was a lot of ups and downs and we all have setbacks and challenges in our lives but it seemed that the growth wasn't as consistent as the setbacks and this person was a great friend to me. They were supportive and they gave good advice and we enjoyed each other and enjoyed each other's company but I found that It was hard to be able to be there for them because they weren't able to be there for themselves in a way that was supportive to their growth. And so as I started to grow and develop and different things started to positively enhance in my life, there was resentment towards me from that person and jealousy. And what it comes down to is that Sometimes if people are not willing to take accountability for their choices and their actions and their lives and they see other people who are accountable to their own progress, it triggers something in them. And it was never personal. And I know that now that it was not personal. It was a projection. But ultimately, that projection was the reason that the friendship had to end because you can't have people around you if you're committed to your growth and you're committed to your development that are not doing the same. And you can't have people around you that are grappling with the fact that they can't claim their own development and then are projecting negatively onto you. Because in that friendship, I kind of saw that that individual was almost looking for someone to save her or take her out of her own circumstances, but the true power lied within. And I saw the potential and I saw the power, but you can't see for somebody else... The thing that they could be or want to be and the woman I was becoming the way that I was developing that friendship just would not be sustainable and it's so funny because the way that the friendship ended was not how I would have preferred for it to end looking back especially now but when you don't pay attention to your intuition and you don't pay attention to the signs it's really interesting how God and your ancestors and your spirit guides and the higher community behind you will sometimes rip something out of your life because you're holding on to it too closely. And I spoke earlier to the fact that I prefer quality over quantity. And I think that's always been a sentiment throughout my life. I've never ran in large group of friends back to back all the time. I've preferred even if I only had a few friends, that they were people I felt I really could trust and really rely on. The thing about that is there was a time where I held on to friends really tightly because of longevity or because of history. And then say the friendship is one where we're doing a disservice to each other. For whatever reason, I don't want to let it go because I feel like I'm being disloyal to the person or or letting them down. And that's how I was feeling prior to my long friendship ending is because I was like maybe I'm being too hard on this person or maybe this is a form of disloyalty and everybody learns at their own rate and has their own trials and tribulations to go from but there became a point where I'm like this individual doesn't want to take accountability for themselves and therefore I can't have this in my life. I can't remember what clip it was from or where it was from but I saw a clip where an individual was talking about how we have to design our friends and the people around us in the way that we want to design our life. Basically saying that if you know that you want to live a healthier lifestyle or a more motivated lifestyle, you need to surround yourself with people that are like that as well. And that's the truth. And I think it hurts some people to hear that because they think, you know, why would you design your friend group or why would you surround yourself with people that are doing the things that you want to do or, or isn't that elitist or isn't that selfish? But it's not because if I know, for example, that if I eat a certain type of food that it makes me sick, I'm not going to eat it. So if I know that I'm around somebody and it's creating toxicity or there's not an ability for us to both hold space for each other, I'm going to let that go. And so when that friendship ultimately ended, that's where I was at, is this friendship is not contributing to the way that I see my life being and the way that I want my life to be designed. I want to say I grieved the friendship, but I didn't. I really didn't. And it was not because I didn't care about the person, but I feel like it had become so far gone in terms of just being on different paths that it was almost like an acceptance for me. I wasn't upset at them. I wasn't angry at them or felt I was better than them or anything like that. It was just that it was time to part ways. And that's another thing that I think gets lost in conversations about friendship is that friendships end and sometimes people outgrow each other. And not every friendship is a huge thing happened or a big fight there are those cases and I've I've had those experiences too especially when I was younger or more immature not really mindful of other people's feelings because there are definitely friendships that I've had that changed or ended that looking back I could have conducted myself better and I could have been more supportive to that friend but As I've spoken to even in previous episodes, so much of how we interact with people is an extension of ourself. It it really is truly always an extension of the self. And when I had moments where I wasn't being a good friend to myself, I couldn't be a good friend to other people. So there were friendships that end for that reason. But it helped me to learn more about myself moving forward. And it helped me to understand where I went wrong and what I would do differently. And that's part of that self-reflection piece, just being able to say, okay, what kind of friendships do I want to have? And again, having those standards. So for me, when it came to letting go of a friendship that was so long and so near and dear to my heart, like I said, I didn't necessarily grieve the friendship, although I do feel like ending a friendship can be like a breakup and it can be really traumatic and really sad but it was more as a form of acceptance and I felt that it was just the right decision. And I will say that friendships that have ended, whether I was in the wrong or the person was in the wrong or it was just simply not a mutually beneficial relationship, I don't miss any of those friendships in the sense that I don't have any regrets. I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason and there's a lesson for everything. And sometimes. People come into your life for a very specific reason and then that's their time. Sometimes people come in for a specific reason and you reconnect at a later point and then the friendship further develops. But you have to be able to recognize when it's serving you and when it's not. And keeping friendships around, keeping people around just for the sake of having them around is so exhausting and it can really cloud your judgment of who you are. Because I'm a firm believer that the right friendships really allow you to shine. You can't be friends with people who are jealous of you. You can't be friends with people who are not doing their own work. You can't be friends with people who aren't friends to themselves. You can't be friends with people who are insecure. Not that we all don't have insecurities. I definitely do. But people who are insecure to the point that they're viewing everyone and everything else as a projection of their own negative thoughts and feelings. The right friendships can really just expand and they can support, and the wrong ones can have you just focused on things that don't matter. And I think that in being in alignment with yourself and saying, I am these things, the people you surround yourself with will really be the testament of that. There's all kind of, sayings that you are the company you keep the five people that you spend the most time around will dictate your future show me your friends I'll show you your future those kind of things and those sentiments are true they really are true if we're going to be selective about a romantic partner we should be selective about a friendship if we're going to be selective about a job we should be selective about a friendship these are things that can really become ingrained in our life and before I really identified for myself what I wanted in a friend thought maybe I should have more friends or maybe I should be open to more kind of friends and I had to come to the understanding that openness to other people doesn't always mean you invite them into your life I can meet somebody somewhere and we can have a great conversation or go out one night and hang out with somebody and we have a great time that doesn't mean I have to make them an integral part of my life or that I have to become their friend Because I also do think the word friend gets tossed around loosely. And sometimes you're surrounding yourself with people that are acquainted but not really friends. Like I trust my friends with my thoughts and my feelings and the things that I'm working on. I trust my friends to tell me the truth and to respect me and to not dim my light. That's another piece of friendship that can be difficult is if you are friends with somebody who is, or trying to be friends with somebody who isn't doing their work and they see you and your light and your ambition and ability to express your best self and your truth as competition, it's never going to work. It's never going to be based on respect. Admiring somebody is one thing, but wanting their life or being resentful for what they have, that's not friendship. And it's really easy to interlace someone into your life like that and then have them do things to try to bring you down to where they feel. So just be sure that In aligning yourself with other people it's four reasons that really resonate for me when i see someone who is walking in their purpose or if i see somebody who is really creative or really confident i'm drawn to that i'm not drawn to it because i want to humble that person or i want to project onto that person but because it's inspiring and it's an opportunity for me to say okay This is somebody who is highlighting qualities I see in myself and inspiring me to be a better me. I don't want to align myself with that person to be in competition with them. And it can be hard to not do that for some people. It can be difficult to not see another person who's really in it and in their walk as threatening and intimidating, but it shouldn't be. It really and truly shouldn't be. We are all here navigating life in unique ways and doing the best that we can. So for me, when I come across people that are just in their walk, it reconfirms for me that the work that I do on myself is meaningful. Basically an external affirmation that, okay, this kind of work matters because It can also be a little bit disheartening sometimes I find when you recognize that people can only meet you as deep as they've met themselves and some people are not willing to do that work on themselves or you have people who surround themselves with friends to kind of take away from having to sit with who they are and what they need to work on. But when you come across like-minded people, it's just, the greatest confirmation and it feels good you you know how it feels when you've been in a friendship that's either suffocating or you've been in a friendship that's outgrew its purpose you feel it you feel different I mean we don't always acknowledge how we're feeling but you can tell and so honor those feelings and just don't feel bad don't feel bad when A friendship changes or when a friendship has to end because sometimes it really was its time and whatever the friendship was supposed to serve in that moment or whatever lesson was to be learned that was its time and then sometimes opposite of that we see the same kind of friendship showing up because we're not learning our lesson or we're not addressing those things within us that are drawing certain friendships where they're not supportive or they're not giving us what we say it is that we need. And that's the important part too, right? Is to distinguish what you need in a friendship, not necessarily what you want. Because I spoke earlier about aligning yourself with people based off very superficial things. And I don't want that to also get conflated with when I said you need to design your friends. Designing friendships based off of real Substantial mutual like minded things is different than designing a friend group because you simply think, oh, that person's good looking, or oh, they have access to A, B, C, D. That's not actually owning how you're cultivating your friend groups and the people around you. That's very one sided, and friendships like that usually don't last. And I'd, I'd be hesitant to even call them friendships in the first place. But Aligning yourself with people who give you what you need and who are reflective of what it is that you say that you need and that you are is super important because it's going to speak volumes and it's also going to open opportunities and expansion for you in your life that may not otherwise be there if you play it short and play it small. And I think I would just say that Again, it's not personal, and it's not about who's bad, who's right or wrong. Yes, people betray us. I've been betrayed by friends, and I've let down friends. I've had good friends. I've had friends that I wasn't that good of a friend, too. But it's not personal. And when you identify that you're not on the same page, just having the ability to let things go. And I would also add, let things go in a way that is like responsible and emotionally mature where it allows because like I said there were situations where I had friendships that ended that I'm like ah you know I wish it would have ended in a better way but there was a lesson to be learned from that and so I move accordingly now but I really celebrate the people that I'm in friendship with now and the people that I'm in community with and just being able to see their growth and be able to hold space for one another is amazing because it really feels like I'm seeing myself. And I feel like as, I've, as I'm getting older and as I'm navigating different areas of my life, I'm seeing people show up more and more now that I'm like, okay, I'm doing my work. It's that confirmation that I spoke about. They're showing up. And I'm also allowing them to show up and to, and to step in. I'm not running away from having a supportive friendship and looking for one that's not because I'm also cultivating further ways of supporting myself. That's another thing when you're not actually holding space for yourself and supporting yourself and caring about yourself, you tend to almost be intimidated by those who are and then you look for where you're more comfortable, which may be people who are not supportive and not helpful and not all those things. So it's important to do those self-check-ins and really look to... Who you call your people and who you say you're in community with, and whether those are people that you'll actually be able to have true, fulfilling, sustainable bonds with. And that's where I'll leave it. Honestly, friendship is hard, it's delicate, and we're all doing our best, but I think friendship is important and whether you have a lot of friends or a few friends, whatever way friendship is defined for you, just make sure that when you see your friends, you see yourself in them and they see themselves in you and you're really able to level up together and to hold each other to a higher standard of operating and that you're able to trust the people that you're around and that you trust the people around because you trust yourself. That's the only way that Friendships sustain, and that's the only way that they'll be able to follow you through different seasons of your life. I'll leave you with two questions for reflection. The first is, how am I cultivating a deeper friendship with myself And in what ways do my chosen friends amplify and uplift who I am and where I am headed? Also, here's an affirmation for the week. I choose to be in community with those that represent my highest self and align with the highest good of all involved. Peace and blessings, and I'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe to Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also check out the episode description box to send a comment, question, or a love note to the Gems of Jupiter directly. I appreciate it.